shot with uh, the disco crew gang and the wrapping up uh, the last bit of Star Trek Lower Decks, which has turned out to be, I think, one of the best Star Trek shows ever at this point right now. Um, but we're wrapping up at episode six through 10. And uh, let's just go around the horn and how did everyone think about these last four episodes? Which were, I believe, Terminal Propagation, Much Ado About Bulmer, Veritas, Crisis Point, and No Small Parts. I liked it. <laughs> I did. No. It was. They didn't. The, the, go ahead. I was going to say, they didn't lose any momentum at all. It was just fun all the way around. And for oh, them no, to end with perfect. Riker, and for them to end with Riker, who. Thank shout out to Shanna for sharing that lovely meme <laughs> in our group. <laughs> if you are not in our MTR group, you missed it. If you are, you saw it. Uh, it's that line from WAP where she says, "If he got a beard, I'm trying to wet it." And then there's a picture of Riker with a one of those sultry smiles on his face, like hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, Riker's "Yep, that's so that's accurate. That's accurate." <laughs> They need to put him on lower decks a little bit more. Like, not not too much, but I need, like, a cameo every season, you know, just to kind of – I need that to become a thing. Well, yes. he's going to be the uh, first episode of season two. And yeah, I that love that – and I love that they brought him okay. and Marina Sirtis back to do those cameos, those voiceovers, you know? Yes. And what I like just... most about that was it was – Riker, yeah, sure, but it was Riker in the vein of Lower Decks, so mm -hmm. it was, um, it was, he wasn't as self serious as, you know, he was in Picard. That's what I'm saying. I need, I need that to be a regular like once a season thing where you see Riker and they just let the freak flag fly. Just let you know, just go, just go crazy with with Riker once a season. Let that and be I a thing. I think he has the best, like, you know, hit the, the warp engine tagline, that five, six, seven, eight factor. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that is so nerdy. But <laughs> totally Riker. Totally Riker. And, of course, Mariner knew who Riker was. And, of course, he was the one giving her all the counterband. I was just like, of course, that's, that's a thing. <laughs> um, but just overall, like, this show is like a love note to Star Trek fans because mm -hmm. there was so much like, like if you're like into the aliens, like the aliens in the background, a little bit about the lore, just the humor of it all, uh, taking certain things seriously, like all that mixed into uh, the show and still being not only it's a unique show, but still being Star Trek. Like, I think like, one of the best lines was like Wolf 359 was an inside job. True. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Dominion War never happened. No yeah. such thing. Changes don't exist. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, of course. Of course there's somebody. There has to be a creature. It's just right. the way it is. And it made me laugh so loud because that's the kind of things like we kind of like nerd out and, and talk about once us as fans. But there's people like, you know, kind of like never seen Deep Space Nine, so they know nothing about the Dominion Wars. To them, it it's never happened. You know, they went either 
SCG in and then they just maybe watched Voyager or they SCG in and they just started watching stuff again. So it, it was just very amusing and very funny. Uh, just everything about this, this series, and I'm glad they have a second season. And I'm glad it's animated because it allows them to do more things than any other shows can do. And it was just, I, I just loved it. It's just like something I really needed. And I, I took a pause, like, because we had a little bit of time to think about these episodes. Like, am I really loving these episodes because of the time that I'm in? Or am I really loving these episodes because they're just so great? And I'm like, no, it, it's because they're so great. They just are. Yeah, this this is like you said. Um, this is definitely someone who who is well versed in the world of Star Trek, and um, they're not afraid to, you know, poke fun at it, but also um, show how much give it the the due reverence. And um, I think the theme of the end of Lower Decks and the theme of Discovery have kind of sort of intertwined um, because it's about, it's about, you know, Starfleet being weird. You know, because the, 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 the episode, last episode began with them dealing with what planet was that again? I don't remember off the top of my head. With the with the computer that they were worshiping. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Wasn't it the V'ger thing? No no no. It was something no, else. No, uh, it was like it started with an L. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it was um, from uh, Star Trek animated, the animated series. Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing it here. Oh, do it before me. But the point is, you know, uh, and it shows at the end where. Uh, Captain Freeman and Mariner are talking and it's like, you know, we are forbidden to go back and intervene because of the prime directive or whatever. And we see, we saw what happened with that planet, Beta 3, that's what it was, and the packlets. If you leave these people alone to their own devices and you don't try to help them, you know, nine times out of ten, something's going to go sideways. And it did on Beta 3, and we saw what happened with the packlets and that other California-class ship that no longer exists. <laughs> that one, look. That got dark quick. Yes, it did. <laughs> it oh, did. my God. I didn't think the series was going to go, like, dark. Look, and, and then when my man died, I was like, I was sitting there, because my son loves it because he loves Rick and Morty. So, so far, Discovery and now this show are the only Star Treks he'll watch. So we're watching, and my man from the bridge died, and we looked at each other like, did they just kill him off? Did that just really happen in the show? Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah, and I was like, when that happened, I was like, oh. And I guess we were a little wrong about the timeline, like when Lord Dex happens. It happens before the Romulans um, planet blew up. Mm -hmm. So... It's a little yeah, bit more like humor, but yeah. Because they visit Nemesis. Yeah, before, uh, it's after Nemesis, but before the, the events of Picard, where the, the supernova happened. 
and uh, or so I should say the Star Trek 2009 movie and I was like okay this okay th that's interesting and stuff like that and it made me think about like it the place it is in the Star Trek universe but like I was like I was really enjoying the lightheartedness and then it that ship blew up and then they killed Shax and I was like okay okay it's still gonna be Star Trek it's gonna have some dark moments but well, we I was a little shocked we should have known when Badge became a little murder hollow bot that that was coming. <laughs> and then he came back and tried to murder his creator again. Mm-hmm. Um, who lost his memories, who lost everything that he was. Right. Yeah. And that also yeah. was dark. Yeah. But I, I kind of love uh, Tandy. I think that's the character's name. Like, she's like, oh, we can be, learn how to be best friends again. Like, trying to find that that you know red light in this really kind of messed up dark situation because he got his cybernetic implants like ripped out right <laughs> like, oh. um what else the other show yeah she can find the brightest light in the darkest room mm -hmm. like she liked that name peanut hamper and i'm like <laughs> that little shit <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's stuck it in like space on its own, dumbass. My wife uh, was not watching that whole episode with me, and she came in towards the end, and she was like, "Oh, the little, the little robot is is stranded." I was like, "Fuck that little robot!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was thinking the same thing. That's what you get, man. That's what you get. Saving <laughs> yourself, only here because you want to upset daddy. Knowing full well if I was peanut hamper, I'd do the same thing. Uh, for real, for real. <laughs> Self-preservation, man. I'm just saying. Um, Even above that, I think my as much as I loved the last episode, I think my favorite one was the uh one beforehand. The what uh the crisis point, was that it? Yeah, the movie the, episode. Yeah. Because um, they just the piss out of the movies. It was great. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, for the last so two episodes, a, like, crank it up. Yeah. yeah, the creator Mike Manum said like he requested more more money for that episode so they can do the 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 shot that was like basically the shot for shot from like what was it episode or the movie whichever Star Trek movie it was like three or four where they're looking at the Enterprise. And he's all like, yeah, we need some more money for that. <laughs> that, happens, that happened in all of them up until uh, uh, until the, uh, what, Star Trek Five? Because even Four ended up with, like, you know, the, the, the sexy go-around of the ship yeah. uh, once they give them the, the, the 1701A. Mm -hmm. Well, it was, I don't, I don't, it wasn't as gratuitous as, you know, say the 2009 Star Trek, which I love it, but you know, they they had to show them ample nacelles. Look, yeah, I mean the music. Okay, I'm gonna find the music because the music alone is enough reason to watch that scene over and right. over and over and over again. I mean, it's certainly that certainly was the case in the motion picture in the Wrath of Khan. Like, you know, they took great care to show off the ship. Show off the ship, yeah. Okay, here it is. It Listen was... to this music and tell me it wasn't worth it. Oh shit, I had it muted. <laughs> oh, enterprising young man? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 
I might throw up on you. <laughs> Jim, you gotta look at this. Jim, look. What? Here come the drums. <laughs> Just the build up of the percussion. Come on. Yeah, Michael Giacchino did his, did the damn thing oh, on that. Oh, that man is brilliant. <laughs> I love him. And one day, and the the version of the Lord X theme they used had a whole lot of James Horner in it too. Yes. For that uh that sexy starship shot. <laughs> Rest in peace. I was so hurt when I found out he died. Oh. Yeah, he was uh, flying his, uh, it was a turboprop plane and he crashed. <sighs> Sorry, anyway. What I also liked about Crisis Point was like Mariner fighting Mariner and uh, yes! making herself the villain. I'm kicking my <laughs> own ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just like, Scott. And of course, Bolivar finds out that Mariner is <laughs> Captain Freeman's, uh, you know, is her her mom and stuff. Oh, and he's of course, such he a everything. shit. He's su well. I and to be fair, he didn't. way possible. And to be fair, he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't realize he was on no. speaker, but still, he's such a shit. <laughs> Even more of a shit trying to get the Titan. He took the Titan. Uh, promotion after failing the Sacramento one, I guess. Mm -hmm. And Mariner's blowing up his pad, like calling him out. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, but personally, my favorite was the Veritas one because that's made me realize that, um, where they were doing the that's the Romulan episode one where they all having a secret mission, yeah. And oh, yes. And Terrence is telling her story, and she's like, "Okay, girl, I have to do some editing because it's like classified, and, and you see it, and they all have black bars on their faces." <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I think I've seen that one like three times. But what I realized is like our perspective of the the, the universe is from their perspective because when Bulmer is explaining how this was like a prison, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it's they're on a lift. It's kind of dark and dreary. There's a judge guy, and this guy is like dictating to us. Oh, and there's a bat of eels, and our officers are in this big beam of light. Of course, this is our trial, and it's not. It's like some weird party thing, like a birthday celebration, and, wasn't it? Yeah, like some celebration. <laughs> Mary was so upset. She was like, "The world will be evil. Why are you evil?" That's a good point. But yeah, like. From everything we know from Star Trek, you would think that was a trial, but it wasn't. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is just hilarious to me. And it just, again, it's something they're making fun of Star Trek, yet still being Star Trek at the same time. What I really liked, and I I think it was, maybe it was the, was it the last episode where uh, Jerry O'Connell 
uh, talks about being uh, adventures from the TOS era. That was the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Last episode, yeah. That was, yeah, that was hilarious. For how he wanted to fight with his bare hands and he still had crafty both hands. He was calling his shots. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's a character. I love that guy. But this, there's so much to this show. I can't wait for the next season to where they're going to take it. And it's just, there was so much love in the creation of this entire season that it was, um, I can see how it can draw new fans into Star Trek. Like each one kind of, each story kind of encapsulated itself. There was like kind of running themes to the, throughout this, the, the season, but you really didn't have to see the previous episode to understand what's happening in this episode at all. No, I agree. Yeah, no, I think that's a definite uh, strength. And then, you know, again, it comes it comes back to CBS trying to be all things to all people and, and succeeding at it. Because um, Strange New Worlds is supposed to be more episodic as well. So, yeah. I mean, we say it every episode. They're doing a great job. Is there uh, anything else anybody wants to add to wrap up these episodes? I don't have anything. I'm looking forward to seeing how they, what they're going to do with Rutherford now, since, you know, the Rutherford we knew is gone. Um, you know, and how the the, the Beckett, the, the Mariner-Freeman uh, relationship, how that progresses, and how soon will it take for Boimler to return back to the Cerritos because he screws up on the Titan? I don't think he's going to screw up on the Titan, but I think something's going to happen to bring him back. I think he's going to fail upwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's going to be in the first episode, and it's, there's going to be something jokey. It's going to be yeah. really jokey. It's going to be really jokey, and maybe he's a new security officer. I don't know, but it's it's going to be something weird where he fails up upwards and he's back. I would not be surprised. I mean, I'm not saying this is going to happen, of course, but I would not be surprised if it happens in the clo- in the cold opening. Mm-hmm. And then he f- finds his way back on the uh, the crew of the Cerritos, and then we go to credits. Because yeah. that's sort of like the the cadence of like a uh, of a Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, it, and it will also fit with what they're what they're doing with the the series as a whole, where they kind of just jump into it. Really, you're just in the middle of the mission or in the middle of something like what they're doing, and you just follow along and stuff like that. You just have to you have to keep up, if you will. Um, my last bit is as someone from California, and this this being California class like starships, seeing all the the different names of the different towns cities for for what they're using um i noticed in one of the rewatches like one of the shuttles was named after places i've been to or lived in and i thought that was actually like a nice neat thing that about is nice. um, yeah. this, this show nice shout out yeah yeah okay so i do have some star jack news and so maybe you guys want to comment on some of these okay um Star Trek Discovery, um, as we know, uh, the season premiere happened um, this Thursday. Um, it's across 
uh, for Netflix worldwide is in the top 10 right now because uh, for the worldwide distribution of um, Star Trek Discovery, um, it's on Netflix and currently right now is trending in the top 10 pretty much in all the major markets. So that's really good for, for the, the series itself. Mm-hmm. Um, this came out of like the New York Comic Con um, news about Star Trek Discovery. They have Star Trek planned out to the year 2027. Yes. With more seasons planned. Nice. And season four has officially started filming. Let's go. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm like 2027. Like, I I can barely think past this year. And, (laughs) but they have, they have this planned for, um, and it's official. It comes officially from um, CBS and um, Alec Kutzman. So this is not like rumor news or anything like that. It's like officially they have stuff planned out for Star Trek Discovery, Strange New Worlds, like all the all the shows. So, so I'm they, super excited about it. So they're going to take us all the way through to when Rona ends in 2027. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. But, I mean, he's is I'm he good. wrong? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Um, in Star Trek Picard news, um, season one's out on Blu-ray, so if you want to pick that up, um, it's out on Blu-ray, and they did win an Emmy from the Emmys that happened nice. um, for makeup, but Short Treks, which which was nominated, um, they lost out, which was a little sad because I was hoping, like, you know, the, the Strange New Worlds crew would get a nod, but maybe for their actual regular series. Mm-hmm. And then from this, the biggest news that came out of Star Trek NCC was that Kate Mulgrew is coming back to Star Trek uh, in cartoon form on the Star Trek Prodigy series. Yeah, I'm here for she's it. She's going to be a regular cast member on that. Here for it. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's shocking and surprising for me personally because I didn't know she was going to come back and stuff like that, and that she is. Um, it makes Star Trek Prodigy um, very interesting because they said they're gearing it towards children, like specifically under the age of 12. Um, they're looking to kind of grow the audience there. So um, I think it should be great, whatever it is they're doing. You know, I, I'm trusting in the plan so far, and so far they haven't failed us. Um, the only other other news I have is like if you're interested in watching the Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine documentary, it's free on that Tubi, TV.com. It's like that free app where you watch a bunch of commercials and you watch a bunch of different TV shows and movies, and that's on there right now. So you don't have to pay to watch it or something like that. It's free to stream. Hmm. And that's pretty much it as far as Star Trek news goes. And that's a lot. That is a lot. Go ahead. Of course, uh, Star Trek uh, Lower Decks will be back uh, for season two next year. I'm looking forward. You gonna put the uh, D Space Nine um, the documentary link in the show notes? If you give me the link, yeah. I will send it over to you. So that is it for us. Um, 
I hope you guys enjoyed these reviews. I really highly encourage you to check out Star Trek Lower Decks. I know it's on CBS All Access right now for any international listeners. Um, with the Paramount Viacom merger, they're, they're still working out on streaming rights, but supposedly that is all getting sorted out. They're saying, they said that during New York Comic Con, that they're trying very hard to make sure that everyone is able to see this show definitely by next year the first season and definitely the second season so this is a show if you can you know watch it it's it's very enjoyable or when it comes out on dvd pick it up because it's really something worth it worth watching and it's something that you can show to your friends especially if they're like rick and morty or like some of those type of type of cartoons and get them interested in star trek or at least have an enjoyable show to watch together Indeed. Absolutely. <clears throat> so until next episode of uh what is it, Star Trek Discovery Two? Yeah, we're gonna uh, do two episode. Yeah, we're gonna do episodes two through four, so it'll be a few weeks. It'll be a few weeks, you'll be hearing from us again and I can't wait because this this season of disco <sighs> we're in for a treat. They already jumped in. They're like, ha-ha, here we are. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a ride, and I, I'm here for it all. All right, well, until next time, NPR Network, uh, we are signing off for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.